What's up, SoCal J? It's an early morning intro. That's me. Yeah, SoCal J, looking at the bright, beautiful Southern California sky. <laughs> the Southern California smog. <laughs> Casting a, uh, a great <laughs> gray shadow over the city. Nice. Sounds wonderful. So we got a really great episode coming up, folks. Uh, it's our friends from the Q Anon Anonymous podcast. Uh, Julian, Jake, and Travis all joined us. Um, when we spoke last night, we talked a little bit about the um, Republican debate. We had a bit of a debate ourselves about the merits of uh, the Avatar films versus Prometheus and, uh, you know, the whole James Cameron versus Ridley Scott thing. That took up a bulk of the time, really. I mean, it's predominantly what the episode is about. (laughs) Um, And just, you know, we talked about we had a great conversation with those guys, but we were at the time waiting for the Trump mugshot drop, which we knew was coming. I think a, a fake one dropped initially that we were able to, using our critical disinformation skills, we were able to determine was not the genuine article. Um, but shortly after we finished recording, the Trump mugshot did indeed drop. Instantly iconic image. Jordan, what do you think of what do you what do you think about this this historical moment? Did it live up to your expectations? So we had we had offered guesses about what it would be like. And I think, you know, the, the, the overwhelming consensus was he would be smiling, grinning to show he's not scared, but he went in, he he threw us a curveball. He went in with his mean mugging. Yeah. Glaring. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm out for blood. And yeah, you saw the email, like the fundraising emails from his team. He tweeted for the first time in years with that graphic yeah. that looks like someone slapped together in Microsoft Word, and it said "Never surrender," and that is going to be the rallying cry: "Never surrender." With that picture, so we're entering a new phase of fundraising for for Trump and his team. It kind of works, honestly. Like I was, I was also expecting the shit eating grin as I outlined in this podcast uh, conversation. But yeah, I don't know. I got to, I got to, I got to hand it to him. He did. He must have practiced that look because it's not like you know the the Rudy mugshot. He looks just kind of like a, you know, a, a weird creep. Um, it seems like Trump had really put some thought into this and his people, his team, and it's it, it works. You know, as we joked about it too. It's gonna be it's gonna be every side is gonna be using this image in their own way, but. It does seem like a, a <laughs> the way Trump has absorbed this into this campaign is is rallying around it. I feel like it's kind of probably resonate with people, um, like we talked about with the with the guys in the coming conversation. Like Trump's base was pretty demobilized, and it does seem like these indictments have given them kind of something to rally around. And I feel like that has kind of fed into that, whether we want to argue that it's good or bad, that Trump's being indicted and has all these serious legal repercussions. It does seem like it's going to be an effective uh, fundraising and campaigning tactic for him to just kind of rally around this, um, this instantly iconic image. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see polling showing how people feel about what he has done, whether or not he has committed a crime. Uh, a new Navigator poll shows that 92% of Democrats 
are convinced Trump has committed a crime compared to just 5% of Republicans thinking he has. But only 42% of Democrats think that he will actually be convicted. And 41% of Republicans think he will actually be convicted. I mean, you don't have a majority of people who think he'll even face punishment, which is something that we've been talking about now for a couple uh, episodes. Every time there's an indictment, we cover it. And you and I will go over whether or not we think he'll even face any repercussions for what he's allegedly done. And it seems like we're we're in the majority uh, of this country in thinking that he won't. He won't face consequences. I mean, that reflects the cynicism people have toward a two-tier justice system. Nobody really. Rich, yeah. powerful, politically connected. Nobody really faces jail time, any serious, harsh punishment. We'll see. I just, I don't know. I certainly like him to be punished for what he's done for all sorts of things, even things he hasn't been indicted for. Uh, the guy, the guy is despicable, but I, I can't get optimistic. And what we talked about with the QAA guys is this is the moment that people really want to latch on to because they don't want this moment to disappear. They don't want it to be as fleeting as they know it will be because after this, you really don't have anything. You have long drawn out legal proceedings, maybe a rare chance of him facing any punishment, but this is the gotcha moment for so many people. And this is really all they have. I couldn't help but laugh at his, his whole statement that he gave like afterwards, like before getting on the plane where he's just like, it's not a crime to question the election results. It was a fraudulent election and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, like it's actually not you like, if you, if you genuinely think that and no matter how, you know, wrong that, that may be, no, it's not a crime to articulate those uh, notions that you have or those ideas. That's not quite what you're being like legally getting in trouble for here, though. It's the whole like trying to overthrow the, the U.S. government, you know, and convincing all these rubes to go in and storm the Capitol repeatedly based on these kinds of like notions about election theft and everything. I think that's kind of a big part of it. It's not just the it's not just saying like, oh, I don't agree with this, it, but that whole kind of like you know, attempted coup thing as I think the main, the main thing sticking point here. And there's all like the fake electors thing. Like I'm not even clear on exactly like how that factors into it. Do you know like what that was part of their whole scheme to like kind of overturn the results? That was more, that's a big part of it as well too, right? The fake electors was more in Michigan. I mean, this was him. Okay. There's, there's a whole lot of criminality going on all over the place. It's hard to keep track of all this, uh, all this stuff. Yeah. He wasn't directly connected in Michigan. I mean, that they, that they have found. I'm sure he was in the know, but there were some degrees of separation that prevented him from also being charged there. But in Georgia, he was asking Brad Raffensperger just... Oh, that was, yeah, it was the perfect phone call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, you need to find like a few thousand more votes. Yeah, <laughs> just find them. Which, in, you know, in his... In his in his mind, that's no like, problem. Just write a number down. And yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Turley, a, a conservative pundit on Fox last night, said that Trump was just asking Georgia officials to do a recount. He was making a case for a recount. And the only problem is, mm. before that phone call, Raffensperger had started started an audit of the <laughs> of the election results on November 11th, November 19th. The audit finished, finding Biden won. November 20th, 
Election certified for Biden. November 21st, Trump requests a recount. December 7th, Biden wins the recount. December 14th, the electors vote. January 2nd is when Trump makes the find votes call because there there had already been an audit, a recount. The electors have voted. It's settled. They already did a recount. But now this is their defense because they they know what he did. That's the thing. They know what he did. (laughs) They're just trying to rewrite history. And even still, I I still don't know if he'll face any punishment. Yeah. Well, it's too, they try to like, they try to make the connection with like the Hillary Clinton campaign in 2016 after the election, you know, she went on a, as we all remember her and her associates and allies in the, in the democratic party and the media went on this big uh, blitz, you know, talking about Russia hacking the election and Trump being some kind of Manchurian candidate and saying, this is why I lost is because of Russia interfering and all this kind of stuff and Bernie bros and having excuse after excuse after excuse, rather than like facing the responsibility for what they clearly got wrong about it. Um, and that's all true. I agree with that. That whole Russiagate scandal was really like blown out of proportion to an, an incredible extent. It became this kind of like Democrat Blue Anon thing that was kind of the foundation of that whole kind of uh, the way that they've gone over the last couple of years. The fundamental difference, though, is that she did concede the election results and didn't make any effort to actually like change that or challenge that in any way. She certainly didn't send like a bunch of like wine moms to Washington, D.C. to like try and overthrow the the government. I mean, there was the whole women's march on Washington, but that was actually quite a, a pretty wholesome kind of peaceful non-aggressive. Act. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really peaceful. It wasn't like, it's not like we're going to beat up the Capitol police and then go and like shit on fucking Nancy Pelosi's desk or whatever it was that those other guys were doing, you know? So that's it. You can, you can make that comparison. You can talk about those things that Hillary did. All that stuff is true. You know, I think it was kind of despicable the way that they created this narrative in the media rather than facing their own responsibility, but didn't do anything actually illegal. That was actually totally okay. And Trump could have done the same thing and would be in great shape now, but he kind of took it to the next step of trying to overthrow the results, which I guess is a, is a no, no. It's very distinguishable. Uh, She conceded, like you said, the next day she went and complained the next four years. I mean, she's still kind of complaining and reveling his demise, but it it was it is totally distinguishable they like with everything will just deflect point fingers blame the democrats they do it across the board not just for this they do it for you know fiscal battles uh debt ceiling issues like in congress it's just it's just how they do it and you see it a lot with any time something new happens on the trump legal front who do we hear about hunter biden well, when's Hunter Biden yeah. going to be charged for his? Like, I don't know. He's not. He's not the fucking president. It's a totally different set of proceedings. Yeah, it's just they really don't have a firm leg to stand on with any of this stuff, so they have to do that. So that's, that's why they would point to Hillary. But it, it, for as bad as that campaign was, at least they <laughs> conceded the next day. Yeah, it actually would have been quite funny if that was what the Women's March is about. If they're concealing like small arms under the vagina hats and stuff, that would have been a I would have had to support that. I would have had no choice but to support it. That would have been pretty cool. Donna on stage said she wanted to blow up the White House. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) She does the Ethan Hawke in that in that movie. Strapping on the the, is that first reformed? I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
in those big in the cone the cone bra from the 90s <laughs> smuggling in some some c4 or something. <laughs> yeah oh boy well yeah i think that's the fundamental difference between these two things and yeah all the caveats still exist every other president is a criminal as well i think we should lock them all up you know they're all war criminals and uh they're all crooked as well you know what these these trump guys say that kind of stuff i'm inclined to agree yep. but unfortunately trump did crime that was just so obvious and blatant and of course as we know in the u.s government um, committing atrocities around the world is totally a-okay in the name of advancing the empire. But when you upset the kind of like uh, polite society elites and go after them, that's when they have to bring the hammer down on on you, unfortunately, for for uh, the big man. Yeah, he did it uh, on the phone. But that's, yeah, that's the fundamental difference. He did it on the phone. <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to avoid – yeah. He couldn't even send one of his guys or yeah. – yeah. He couldn't even use the mob boss language on that one. <laughs> We got to find those votes. Just find me a couple thousand more votes. Like that's that's not how it works, sir. Um, <laughs> uh, what a guy. Anyways, let's get to our uh, interview with uh, QAA QAnon Anonymous. Uh, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it, even with our disagreements about uh, different sci-fi franchises and filmmakers. Still, very much appreciate uh, when they appear on this program. It was a delight to talk to them. Yeah, it was great. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, Julian, Jake, and Travis of the Q Anon Anonymous podcast will be joining the show right after this. Wow, X is a is fucked. Like <laughs> X. The everything app, but I can't do shit on it. But it's not even the anything app. It yeah. doesn't do anything. It doesn't work. Well, it's it's just not even you, have, you just haven't given it your banking info yet. You give your credit card number and your social insurance number, and then you're going to be good to go. Why yeah. can't I post, Elon? Yeah, I open. Yeah, when I want to look for something on this app, it, it it says in the in the search bar, it says search X, and I'm like, well, should I be in a private browser right now? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably can't. I don't know how good our camera is, but I've got a a big a big roll of paper towels here for our big our big spilly boy. Don't call me that. <laughs> Come on, everybody gets a little droppy spilly in their old age, you know. Don't yep. say old age. Not a thing. I'm very. I'm extremely young. I'm a young thirty nine year old. Oh yeah, I can't believe I'm older than you. Mm. Mm. By a couple me months. Me too. By a couple months. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, the, I'm the youngest one on this podcast. Am I? Is, what? Travis must well, be older than me, though, obviously right? Obviously, Liv is like tw- 21. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 39. He's still in his 30s. I'm the youngest. No, you are not on our podcast. We're on I yours. Are you? I just got kicked off of their podcast. What are you? <laughs> what What number are you? I'm, I'm 36 numbers. Oh, my Lord. 36 a, Wait, baby. 36, yeah. You yeah. can't even remember your age? So I you just had a dementia. birthday. And no, I but this is what happens. After 35, you do start to forget which, and it might be on It might be on purpose, but there was a good there was a good amount of time when I was 39, and I kept telling people that I was 38, not because I was trying to de-age myself, but because I honestly couldn't remember. <laughs> you know, after, co- after COVID, basically, uh, time sort of stopped really uh, working in the way that it normally did in my brain, so... It tastes really good. That D- that Dr. Pepper? 
Yeah, I'm gonna need a smoke. That DD, <laughs> that DDP. <laughs> this is what they call the Canadian special. Boston uh, Sigs. Dr. Pepper and having a couple darts, eh? But <laughs> I wish they were Belmonts, though. <laughs> is Belmont like a Canadian? Belmonts are the best Canadian Sigs. Mm. When I was when I was smoking, which I'm not, Mom, if you're. Listening. Mom's on Twitch too. She's listening. No, she doesn't, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. But she listens. Listen to, your she listens to. She listens to our podcast. And every time you make fun of me about vaping or oh Jake, you you put you dropped your cigarette into your lap, anything like that, I catch heat afterwards. I don't remember you dropping your cigarette in your lap. Is this the thing but you've some, been doing? I'm just saying. You know, anytime you mention any kind of smoke uh, being emitted from my body, it's. I catch heat later on. So and in trouble. Yeah. I'm telling you now, live in front of everybody, to hold you accountable. Yeah. No more talking yeah. about cigs. No more talking about Dr. Peppers. No more spilling Dr. Jake Peppers. Jake is wearing like a shirt that's like a child's font that just says "Child of Divorce." It's a <laughs> it's a shirt that I got at a concert. Your okay. Your parents are together. They are. They are. They're what would mom valor. think about you're, that? You're stealing upset. divorced parent valor with that. <laughs> I know. I was I was telling Ju- I was telling Julian. I was at a. Uh, like a department store buying something and they, there was a kid in front of me in line with his mom like p- probably buying like a graduation suit or something like that and he turned around to leave and he looked at the shirt and he looked at me and gave me a very knowing understanding oh. glance and, <laughs> and, and went hey man I really like your shirt and I went oh oh thanks Dude. and I did feel like I was stealing divorce it's valor. It's like the fucking Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> but it's very it's very hot in this studio this is a very lightweight so shirt hot. it's nice and loose it's baggy so I take it I wear it so what I is, guess you can't see me. I'm wearing my Jake Sully avatar shirt today, so I'm I'm loosey goosey as well. Oh hell yeah! Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! I I'm assuming I'm assuming you you have seen the second Avatar film. Oh, have I ever? And we should talk about no. it on the podcast because no, I know we've no, devoted no, enough no, time on our podcast discussing this film. I saw the first. It's only av- been like at least seven or eight segments, and I think we can push that to at least eleven or twelve. I, I saw the first Avatar with my best friend and our two dads, and we had such a fond memory because this was so- this was something that we enjoyed with our fathers. And you know the you know you don't you know you move away, you don't live in the same state as your folks. You know you have very few you know very few memories to hold on to. And uh, I will always what what I, what I'm not allowed to tell this heartwarming story about going to see uh, going to see Avatar <laughs> with my dad and my friend and his dad Julian. I looked at Jordan. That's it. <laughs> I know, but I <laughs> you're saw very the look. touchy. You're very touchy. But I saw the look. About as touchy as a child of divorce would be. All right, I'm feeling. I've got my guard up. <laughs> the Avatar, the Avatar warriors need to be have our guards up because we never know when we're going to be maligned and insulted by. Yeah, Even jo- people that Jordan want, and I that want the unobtainium. Friends, yeah, you know? we want the unobtainium. We want the planet. It's ours. Don't give us this whale stuff. I think Julian just wants the mech so that he can spill a larger glass of Dr Pepper yeah. onto <laughs> his <laughs> mech suit. <laughs> <waterproof. laughs> yeah, I want to fill their seas with Diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> See how they survive that. Hey, I'm sure you would still find some beautiful animals that evolved uh, in that ocean. <laughs> no, you. That's what happens when, when we finally bring, when we settle Pandora and bring capitalism to Pandora. The Navi will thank us when we give them blue jeans and Diet Dr Pepper. They're gonna be like, actually, this is not so bad. Maybe we were wrong to be so against this, you know? Yeah. There was a sick Avatar video right. game that came out after the first movie. There was actually, you could play it in stereoscopic 3D. It was a 3D game. Not too many of those. 
which is interesting because you would think that 3D and video games would be something that kind of stuck around, but I guess VR sort of You never finished your heartwarming story. That was it. It was just we went with our dads, and it was a fun memory. Nice. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's cool, man. Jordan, that's the correct response. A smile and a, that's awesome. Why do you say see not... Jordan? Why are you, what are you proving to Jordan? Because, because I see only judgment. <laughs> only judgment through those through the reflection of those glasses. Avatar 3, judgment disgusting, actually. <clears throat> Avatar 3, where everyone who likes Avatar is jailed. And it's not at all about the planet Navi. It's just about people going to the movie theater and being put in jail. Yeah. That's our three. Yeah, Patriots Julian, are in control. Julian calls himself yeah. Julian calls himself uh, a lefty, but only uh, on things not relating to Avatar. When it comes to Avatar, total fascism. Yeah, Listen, yeah. if that between Colonel James, Korch guy he was making some good points between James Cameron and Ridley Scott, I'm a Ridley Scott guy. I'm sorry, mm. I know that's controversial. Mm. Hey, no, you know, different I like strokes James for Cameron. different folks. I like James Cameron, but. He's no Ridley Scott. Mm. He's no guy who made Blade Runner an alien. Mm. Yeah, I know you like aliens better than Alien. I he do, also made Prometheus. Yeah. I love Prometheus. I so also love that's Prometheus. Not, that's not oh a diss. Boy. That's a fantastic movie, and even Jake agrees. Julie and I are in agreement on Prometheus. We yeah. were Prometheus enjoyers. In fact, he oh, fucked up no. by like listening to people who didn't like Prometheus and not continuing with Numi Rapaz, who was a fantastic successor to Sigourney Weaver. There's some there are some deleted scenes that come with the uh, Prometheus like DVD or whatever that actually I think that had they been in the movie they that the movie would have appealed a little bit more broadly. There's some stuff that connects the the sort of xenomorph as we know it today um, um, into the film earlier on uh, that I thought was really interesting why they didn't include that in the um, like in the actual movie. But hey, you know, it is what it is. I don't even want to go down this avenue. I'm getting upset thinking about Prometheus again. This is just this is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Well, you think Avatar is better than Prometheus, which is big time. S- very sad. Yeah, absolutely. And I would stand by that. <laughs> Prometheus had got a terrible deal. <laughs> very unfair what happened to Naomi Rapace. Naomi Rapace. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi Rapace. <laughs> terrible deal. Yeah. Terrible deal. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, uh, it's a Pete, uh, uh, not Pete Postlethwaite. It's uh, what's his name? His son, who is like in oh, Ray, uh, uh, it's Timothy Spall's son. Rafe Spall is in, uh, is in uh, Prometheus, and I don't like him very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Riding on the coattails of his father, Timothy Spall, great actor. Rafe, his no. son. I did Not actually so really think it was amazing in Prometheus how it retconned all these things about one of the greatest films of all time, Alien, and all those interesting mysteries that your imagination was filling in with all whatever you could think of, answered all those mysteries and questions with stuff that was super dumb and bad. I thought mm. that was really good, actually. I enjoyed wow. that. All those precious childhood memories just being stomped on mm-hmm. by Ridley Scott and fucking Damon Lindelhoff. Yeah, well, you're spiritually spilling Dr. Pepper on your crotch by saying this kind of nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Anyway. Damon Lindelof, yeah. Tough to love. Tough to love. What is this podcast about? Movies? I don't... Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Movies we like, movies we don't like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Movies we've got opinions on. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I know the Insurgents podcast listeners love... The nonstop conversations about Avatar that have taken place on this program. So, 
good to know that we're going to deliver more of that, more of the, the, the red meat yeah. to the listeners. They love it. Yeah, Avatar, the, the Canada of movies. Yeah, chat just slowly, <laughs> the numbers just dwindling down, just <laughs> dwindling, slowly dripping out. Uh, I, don't even have my, I don't even have my phone. I have anxiety. No. Yeah, do you need it? No. There, I don't think we. there's a script. I think this is... It's unscripted. Yeah, I think I think this is what we always <laughs> wish that we had done when we initially yeah, made a made a podcast. Uh, you know, which was just kind of talk and have a good time. We really fucked ourselves by uh, deciding yeah. to write out every single line, and we've got two you know twenty five page term papers due essentially every week. <laughs> Three now with with uh, the miniseries that we've been launching. Oh, mm-hmm. I listened to the first episode when I was uh, putting furniture together yeah. the other day. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, the Spectral Voyager. Hell, yeah. If, mm-hmm. if people have not heard it yet, please go listen. It's it's great. It's really entertaining. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's not too, it's, it's not too political. It's not too, um, you know, it's basically for all of us who, who need a little bit of a break and want to let our minds just sort of drip a little bit. Yeah. The CIA told us we needed to depoliticize our content. <laughs> right. So we hired Jake. Yeah. You Wait, did was I not an employee like before? Bringing people in and then funneling it into these like directions where they're, yeah, not going to be a nuisance to anybody. They're calling Powerful. us the new Pollock. <laughs> they're saying that, yeah. But it is it is a good like furniture putting together, you know, cleaning around the house, you know, trying to fall asleep at night. It's it's I we try to make the content, you know, relaxing and funny and uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I was like a recent I, guest. Uh, I do think that's one thing that's kind of cool about this podcast, though, is that like we started it to talk about, you know, mostly about the the news and yeah. what's going on in the U.S. government and politics. But we have a healthy space for a lot of chit chat about sports and movies and video games and all that nonsense. Is I think it's a nice mix of those things. Yeah, I mean, it, so wait, so is I I was hearing from Jordan that Trump's uh, gonna get a cool picture taken today. Like he's, he's getting a portrait done. He's going to J.C. Penney. Yeah, yeah. Gl- getting a it's glamour dropping. shot. It's going to be like that laser background. <laughs> uh, I loved the Rudy. Uh, oh, yeah. The Rudy mugshot. Just fantastic. Holy hell. Miserable. It's like yeah, it's like a, a brutalist portrait of some sort. It, yeah. looks, it literally looks like Soviet era. <laughs> yeah, he it's actually awesome. looks like a, like a gnome or a troll or some kind of a mythical creature, mm-hmm. the way he's kind of hunched yeah. over. Yeah, they're like, well. we finally coaxed him out from under the bridge, folks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's, to- here's a question, though. Here's a good question to get us started off. What what direction do you think Trump is going to go with his mugshot pick? Because you know oh. he's thought about it. Oh. Is it going to be serious face? Is it going to be the shit-eating grin? No, What no. do you guys think he, it's going to be? He's got to do the shit, uh, the shit-eating grin. I've thought about this a lot. Yeah, I think he subscribes <laughs> That's to That's what I'm the, thinking as well. Yeah, he, he, I think he subscribes to the never l- let him see you sweat kind of philosophy and yeah. like in like in like if he goes in there and he looks like he's going to be, you know he's going to be walking into like you know a, a resort or something he's having a fantastic time he'll feel like he's owning everyone who's going to post this uh this photograph for you know forever for, for mm-hmm. through history but especially on social media immediately after the photograph is taken so that's where my money is big shit eating grin yeah yeah i agree yeah, somebody's hunched over a tablet getting ready to, like, redo him as a groiper right now. Like, just waiting <laughs> yeah. for it to drop. Well, and honestly, it doesn't fucking matter really what he does. He could smile the biggest grin, two thumbs up, and people would be like, 
he looks nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really scared. They'll just yeah. people just yeah. will impose whatever they want over whatever exists. That's kind of where we're at because you know my my opinion is that the way that trump would think about this is he's like what's gonna piss off the liberals the most Mm -hmm. and in that case it would be a big grin this doesn't bother me in the least and then for like the QAnon people if he does the big grin they'll be like oh see he knows what's going on all of this was planned you know he had to be the the the, the plan to be arrested for you know all of the real election fraud to come out in the discovery everybody loves talking about discovery now as if this is a magical a magical thing that will solve all of our problems when in reality none of us really well some people probably do but none of us really know how any of this is going to play out we all get to discover we're politically impotent mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I the cynicism from some people about today and his mugshot and the significance about it I think is just a little bit performative. Everyone's like, oh, you can hear all the thousands of T-shirt presses going. And Ken and I were kind of laughing, certainly indulging in that, saying like, this is going to be like resistance, liberal hate. This is going to be like the biggest day of their lives. Yeah. Jeff Tiedrich is going to have a heart attack. (laughs) He's been waiting for this moment for years. But also like, yeah, he does. He's put in the work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. At the same time, it's going to be really funny and I want to enjoy it. It's going to be really yeah. fucking funny no matter what funny. happens. Yeah. It's and and you know what we can deal cuz cuz really what's going to happen I think is that you get this moment this endorphin pump of you know seeing Donald Trump you know finally being at, at least at 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 the, the beginning of being held accountable uh for his actions uh, but the, then the picture's going to go away and there's going to be new things that co- it's never enough it won't be no. enough just like when all of these you know indictments dropping you know there was there was a, a fair amount of you know oh my god like what a great day for justice and america and stuff but a lot of the conversation at least online which you know take with a grain of salt is like who's next it's got to be arizona and then so and so it's just it's, it's not enough it'll never no, be enough and so i think what's going to happen to people is that it's they're going to get they're going to get this thing that they think they've been wanting so much which is you know Donald Trump mugshot and then as the mugshot goes away they've seen it they've looked at it a couple times and laughed and you know made a couple memes and stuff they're gonna go back to feeling shitty uh, and then and then what I I, I don't know it's just uh, 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 shot and Freud is is fleeting I will say yeah it's another day in the spectacle yeah let's hope this is the shiniest one yeah well and I think as someone that's always been really really skeptical that he was ever going to have any kind of consequences for anything that he, any of the rampant criminality or corruption that he was part of either before or after being elected president. I was very cynical and skeptical that that was ever going to happen. And I guess just even this stuff is probably way beyond anything that I ever imagined was going to go on. I'm still not totally convinced that it will lead to anything significant, whether it will stop him from running for president or possibly being elected again. Mm -hmm. I'm still not convinced. It always seems to me that it's like, um, yeah, it's like they're trying to hold him accountable just enough that they can say that they did it because we know that these powerful people in the U S government and these, in these elite circles, don't really want to set this precedent of having to have consequences for like rich and powerful people that are uh, committing crimes because that opens them up to a lot of uh, possibilities for themselves also being persecuted for similar things. But 
yeah, it seems like they wanted to do just enough that they could say that they were like, you know, following through on some of this, uh, some of these legal threats while not actually having any severe enough consequences that's going to like lead to him, you know, whether it's going to jail or whether it's not running for president. You know, that's always been the thing for me that I can't really. I'm never really going to be able to accept that that's a possibility until that moment comes. And then maybe I'll believe it like when that actually happens. Well, I think that's a smart place to be, right? Because, look, uh, you can, uh, you know, in the months leading up to the Super Bowl, you can have all sorts of ideas about how it's going to go. Who's injured? Who's not? What their, you know, what their stats are looking like, how the game could play out. You can sell a lot of advertisements, too, during that analysis, but it's not actually until game day that you find out what really happens. Mm. And so I think that's a good place to be. You know, tra- tra- Travis and I have, ta- have talked about this, about, about uh, expectations and, and placing hopes in, you know, that the right thing, uh, y- you know, will, will uh, actually happen. And, uh, you know, I mean... In a lot of ways, you're you set yourself up for disappointment, and sometimes it's better to just be sort of pleasantly surprised. And Rob, I think I'm with you. I I, I sort of you, this is further and and Trump being held more accountable than I ever thought. So I'm curious to see where it goes, and and you know to to see what happens. But you know, uh, if if nothing happens, I won't be surprised. And if everything happens, I won't be, uh, my, my life won't have more meaning, I guess. I mean, I mean, I, I'm still kind of skeptical that anything's going to happen. Uh, mostly because like, like, I mean, I don't understand exactly like how you like jury selection works, but uh, don't they have to be like, uh, you know, unbiased towards the, uh, towards the people, towards the defendant? How are you going to find 12 people in Georgia or anywhere in the United States who have no particularly uh, strong feelings about Donald Trump one way or the other. He's the most polarizing figure uh, alive. So I you know, just I, I in the I, th- I think I read that Fannie Willis is trying to have this um, <laughs> trial in October, which is, you know, just like a like a month and a half from now. Like, I don't I don't see that. I don't. I don't know. I, I I I think I think the old dog's got a few tricks in them. Uh, of course, the ultimate one would be <laughs> if there's this long, exhaustive, pain, painful, drawn out trial. He's finally convicted. He's even sentenced, and he just fucking dies before he actually has to suffer any punishment. That would be the ultimate. But we'll see what happens. He is old. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I you saw the reactions. I don't know if you all watched the GOP debate last night. But just about all of them went to bat for Trump. You know, Vivek Ramaswamy is just that desperate, like, try-hard vibe, gleefully raising his hand and saying repeatedly, even before last night, that he would pardon Trump. All of them, with the exception of Christie and then one of, like, the no-name guys who barely made the stage, actually talked about (laughs) what Trump did was wrong. I think they all realized, like, none of them really have a shot if he's running. They all just maybe with the exception of DeSantis, want to be his VP. I don't think Christie would, but he also kind of took a shot at Trump. Mm -hmm. They are all desperate for him to succeed, and I don't think he's ever going to go to jail. But really, it showed, like last night showed, just how shallow the GOP roster is. You've got other people waiting for maybe 2028, uh, maybe a Holly. I don't even know who else after that. Tom Cotton, I'm sure, is eventually going to run. This is the shallowest field for the Republican Party that I've seen in a while. And I think they're all banking on Trump just skating free and and getting through this like he really always has. 
Yeah, and his popularity is not very high. I mean, the only way that that ends in some sort of victory for them is if Biden's numbers are that bad. I mean, it would be this would be an epic fail of the DNC if they managed to fumble this one because yeah. it is looking bad. But then again, that's what we said about the field going into 2016. It yeah, like unfortunately, nothing mess. like that's ever happened before. So <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. see why it would be an issue this time. I don't. I just think that nobody like that liked and voted for Biden feels like dramatically different about him they're just like yeah what you know it's like hillary you know was kind of deeply unpopular candidate um compared to even biden after this like um three-year period i don't think i mean biden's poll numbers the right obviously likes to point to those those really don't matter that much every president for the last like 15 20 years has had an approval rating in the 30s at some point in the Mm. presidency usually around this time it's not that big of a deal. People like to zoom in and be like, oh, this is, you know, historically low compared to, you know, this time and so and so's presidency. It, it ebbs and flows. There's other factors. None of that really matters because when it comes down to it, if Biden's the nominee, Democrats, for the most part, and a lot of centrists are going to vote just on name recognition. Yeah. It's, they, they Like you're saying, they don't hate him. He hasn't done a terrible job. I know we'd all like him to have done a lot more and taking bolder stances on issues like climate change and a bunch of other things. But for a Democratic, you know, capital D president, it's just kind of run of the mill. They don't have a reason to be upset or turned off by him. In the left corner, Bozo. In the right corner, the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's tuned he's, in for the greatest election ever. Yeah, he's yeah. look, he's generally inoffensive, which compared to the four years of Trump is a huge improve. You know, is a huge improvement. I'll tell you one thing that is definitely going to happen. Uh, uh, is Trump's uh, any any this mugshot uh, any any further indictments any uh, trial any jail time uh, that sentence is going to embolden Trump's base in a way that I sort of felt was kind of dying off you know in the in these sort of months uh, you know between uh, January 6 and all of these new charges being dropped I, I sort of I sort of think that like any kind of thing that you throw any sort of like legal jeopardy that you really throw at him um, it just you know for the people who are diehard Trump supporters or even maybe sort of kind of on the fence it's just it, it sort of strengthens his whole like witch hunt uh, kind of uh, you know his his decree um, and and also I think I think at least on the online sort of liberal side it We've already gotten what's going to be used, which is, you know, it'll be, uh, oh, you're really going to vote for your twice impeached, uh, 46 indicted uh, president. You know, that's what it'll be. It's 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 the the accusation. The indictment is already the 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 guilt of the crime. You know, no, there is nobody, I think, in the liberal sphere that's going Hey, you know what? Like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see what comes up in this trial. You know, maybe, you know, maybe it isn't sort of the way I thought it was. And oh, that well, this new evidence, may, you're just not going to have that. The the accusation and the 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 actual indictment is the guilty verdict. Yeah, I think that Biden's going to step it up. He's going to become what the right says he is, a despot, a totalitarian leader, <laughs> and he's going to Prigozhin Trump. He's going <laughs> to no, shoot no, his ass out the sky. No, he's just going to keep leaning into the dark Brandon thing, and, and the diehard like Biden liberals will sl- will slowly become what they've always wanted to be, which was which is MAGA. 
I'm sorry. They they had, and I understand it. They they started. It, it felt bad when it was done to them for four years, and now it's their turn. They're doing the memes. They're doing the dark brand. They're doing the laser out of the eyes. They're getting to have the fun. I they're ha- the they're dark, having even more fun because Biden, there's actually path. there's actually indictments. They're actually. I've said this on our show, but like they're actually getting their storm. You yeah, know, which somewhat. is very upsetting for the the QAnon people yeah, who were told true. that you know even because uh, if it is all just like optics, right? Hillary never did have a mugshot. They had to make that in Photoshop. Yes, but yeah. true. They, but the, the liberals are actually they're getting actually the getting shot. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so stupid. They'll still Photoshop it though. Yeah, they'll It'll make still it look, be Photoshop. They have to put him in their orange jumpsuit. Yeah, reality isn't good enough. They they're not. They didn't get their their perp walk in the orange jumpsuit yet. They might. I don't. I Probably can't. not. I want the old timey like uh, black and white stripes and with like a bo- like a, here's a yeah. ball and busting rocks with here's the other thing. or whatever. Yeah. Here's the other thing. If Put Donald Tr- if Donald Trump goes to pri- if Donald Trump does go to prison, it's gonna be like um, Ray Liotta in Goodfellas, where he's gonna have a nice big cell. He's gonna get to cook the good, you know, the sauce, yeah. not too many onions. He's making uh, McDonald's his own m- bespoke <laughs> McDonald's yeah, meals exactly. in the prison and, toilet or whatever. And he will do every, <laughs> he will do <laughs> prison pr- prison toilet. Diet Coke. He will do everything <laughs> he can to make sure that everybody knows whether it's true or not that he's having a fucking blast in there. Yeah. That's what's. Th- it's th- going to be the final scene of like Wolf of Wall Street with like the playing tennis <laughs> and, <laughs> and being like, it's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah, he's going to. What he's going to do. What he's going to do is he's going to pretend to be an anonymous source in prison talking to journalists. Oh, yeah, I saw him. He has a big smile on his face. He's loved by everyone. Yeah. And uh, they all he keep asking him. They say, sir, sir, we loved you as president. Will you be president again? And I say, maybe someday. Hmm. They come yeah. to him with tears in their mm-hmm. eyes. These big hulking inmates, yeah, <laughs> sobbing, he's gonna, crying. He's gonna, he's gonna go around like if somebody's about to beat him up. He's gonna, he's gonna be like, "Look, I'm gonna get you out of here, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get everybody out of here. All right, this place is terrible. I like all of you guys very much. Very good people. Got a terrible deal, and I'm gonna free every single one of you." Yeah, I think I'm making folks. I'm making he, the best shiv. I've, yeah, I've fashioned a toothbrush. I've turned it into a very sharp object. It's very dangerous, folks. <laughs> the best shiv you've ever seen. He's like, like if you take two, min- a- two mint leaves, you combine it with uh, half a gallon of orange juice. You can make, let it sit under the bed for a little bit. You can make something even better than Diet Coke. It's <laughs> it's ju- it's just as fizzy. So wait, so they're getting mint leaves from the? I don't know. I was just commissary. I, I was the just, commissary. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to. I was trying to oh, think. I'll have of, a bushel of mint, please. What are some <laughs> funny ingredients that might be able to make you? Uh, yeah. uh, you know, homemade diet. I Coke mean, and, Trump is going to take the opportunity to, as he does, be accidentally correct and come out with like decent opinions. No actual action, but decent <laughs> opinions about the carceral state. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be so awesome. Um, no, and like just to go to the election too. It's like I think these are all good points, and like it is, like the, the Dem- like Biden is in a good position to uh, to do this. Even though I'm, I maybe a little bit more skeptical than others are. Um, I think about first of all, I got to be saying a big congratulations to all the like the ironic hipster dudes that started the whole dark Brandon thing. Now the fucking Democrats have totally embraced and they're selling like dark Brandon merch. Really great for the people that memed that into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I think about the cynicism that sits in for especially young people who aired time and time again in every election cycle, the Democrats say you got to vote for the Democrats because we care about these issues like student debt and the climate and stuff like that. And I think that's, that's something that could hurt them. I don't think anyone's going to switch all of a sudden think that the Republicans are good or switch to the Trump side, but 
youth voters really did turn out in that midterm election on a lot of promises they were making. And I think they've seen how hollow a lot of that shit was. Like we talked about the climate and the big contrast between what Republicans were seeing in that debate last night, just basically not even admitting that it's an issue, that man-made climate change is even happening at all. And then you have Joe Biden on Twitter saying like, climate change is real, Jack, or whatever it is. But it's like, what are you actually doing about that? Like, that's the big question. Like, are you really meaningfully addressing that in any way we've talked a little bit about some of the things that they're doing i don't think it's nothing at all they're bringing these they're luring these companies to build these uh new uh manufacturing facilities in predominantly red states to build like make ev batteries and solar panels and things like that like they're not doing nothing but with the scope of the crisis and we have young people like really terrified legitimately terrified for the future that they have to live in They're not anywhere near coming close to meaningfully addressing that. And it's supposed to be enough to just say like, oh, I believe the scientists. But not only are they not doing enough, but they're opening up new drilling avenues. Um, You know, they're kind of doubling. He's not won't even ban fracking or anything like that. They're still the you know, they're still going promoting and supporting fracking the industry. It's like, you know, I I think it's it's likely that they will win. But like I'm a little bit more skeptical and cynical about it just because I do think people will if anything just stay home because they have they correctly realize that a lot of these big promises that liberals like joe biden make to them are actually completely full of shit and that that just turns yeah. people off from the whole process to begin with i think so i think it'll be like probably a pretty low turnout election in general even people for trump like i don't think he's currently rallying people as much as he was in 2016 Mm -hmm. you know there's a portion of people who just don't care uh even QAnon people a lot of QAnon people are like whatever i i heard what he had to say about the vaccines i I no longer think he's ushering in the storm the storm is going to come it's just not him yeah and i was like if i'm a young person i'm like why why am i do i have to vote between like two old white guys who like they have to photoshop lasers out of their eyes (laughs) like (laughs) that's cool though it's like it's like yeah but like it's like i either get this guy with the lasers out of his eyes or this guy with the lasers out of his eyes they're both like evil robot guys what's like yeah yeah like there's not much to be excited about that's for sure i think that's the danger though of vivek ramaswamy i don't know if you guys all watched last night but he I, i think objectively had a good performance relative to what people were expecting he came in he was energized and this is just an issue of juxtaposition because he was he's the only one that has anything resembling momentum right now it, yeah and he had a ton of charisma last night he was over eager again going back to the try hard thing he was just looking for opportunities to yeah. to get a spotlight uh he took it and i i think it, it felt very similar to pete just this really energetic eager overzealous guy younger when looking at the entire field on stage and I think there's a danger there because that's people are just going to see him. It's someone new. It's someone different. He's got energy and charisma, which are all things that are valuable in, in electoral politics. But my God, what a fucking lunatic. Like the guy oh. is just so he just he has like the same type of like parasitic Pete energy that just really rubbed me. And I know a lot of other people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And that climate change is real. Jack tweet from from Biden was in response to him saying climate change is a hoax, which if you remember when they asked how many of you think uh, the human contributions are making climate change worse, nobody really rushed to raise their hand other than Vivek Ramaswamy, in part probably because he wanted a spotlight. But 
he then led with, if we want to, you know, next generation of human prosperity, we need to drill, frack, burn coal, like all these things that scientifically are proven to shorten our collective lifespans. But the guy is just speaking to issues that appeal to big business, appeal to some really fucking deranged parts of the population. And I do think, in part, like a younger uh, disillusioned generation. He's appealing to young people's cynicism. Mm. There's there's a danger in that. If if he gets the nomination, I don't think he will. But if he yeah. does, there's a strong case to be made to yank Biden and fill him with someone younger and better. I and think that's that my case for Gavin Newsom. Yeah, <laughs> I think that he's just like he's a blueprint of of how lunatic these uh, right wing politics will be in a post Trump era. Like like you said, I don't think he's going to eclipse the king not this time around, but yeah, it's like that's where they're at. They are in, uh, you know, it's not just the kind of passive denial that happens um, on the the side of the DNC, the kind of acquiescence to uh, this collective suicide. It's rabid fuck you to like even the idea that we're heading uh, d- down a kind of disastrous path uh, on a scientific base- basis. Well, and like... I mean, as we, you know, if if Vivek is raising his hand a ton and he's saying outlandish things and things that contradict one another and yada, it doesn't matter. It's like if we what we learned from 2016 is that he will get airtime because of this. And we all know that the more airtime you get, I mean, that was a huge part, I th- I think, of 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 Trump's momentum was that. Um, he was covered so much and continues to be covered. Sometimes I play a game with myself where I'll open my phone and I'll type www.cnn.com and go, <laughs> oh, am yeah. I going to see the word Trump in big letters is the first thing that I open the phone? And like 99% of the time it, it is. It's yeah. it's just the coverage, the coverage. And, and I don't know if Vivek knows that or if he's just – you know, like you were saying, just young and hungry and wants to raise his hand a lot and just wants to talk a lot. But the 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 sort of uh, uh, the result of that is that people will cover him more often, whether or not it's to debunk his claims or to point out his hypocrisy. He's still getting a lot of airtime. And as we all know, I don't know. Yeah. Vivek got not a lot very of good. Uh, got a lot of good quests off that guy in Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's definitely being a beneficiary of the kind of phenom- the media phenomenon that originally like really helped Trump. Is like, look at this guy and all the outlandish things he's saying. Let's this guy's bringing in the viewers and the ad dollars. Let's keep putting this guy on TV, and it becomes this kind of self fulfilling feedback loop. Right, uh, is, there for- any, is there any chance you think he's angling for a VP slot? Could that be a possibility for him? Yeah, he didn't try to differentiate himself that much from Trump. He explicitly said he thinks Trump was the best president of the 21st century. That that does seem like an avenue. And it, it honestly could help because if you put him against a Kamala Harris on a debate stage, he's going to look better. She, she's been so wonky lately. She's Her moments are like her gaffes are very weird. Her laugh comes at odd times. Doesn't like, And it seems like a little too zealous relative to what was just said. Yeah. It seems awkward and nervous. I think he would be – he would upstage her. Uh, but Trump is so idiosyncratic. He's not going to make a calculation. He's just going to be like, I don't like that guy or like, I like that guy. Yeah, he's nice to me. Yeah. yeah. Is that nice it? Me. I mean, probably. He, do you think he, 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 he said very nice? I mean, about other him. other people in the field, other people in the field were either in his administration and defected near the end. Chris Christie's calling him out directly. Mm. Ron DeSantis. That's not going to happen. That's like the only person on stage that's for sure not going to be his VP. Yeah. Because they've been going out for a while. Yeah. 
No, and, and I think, yeah, no, Chris Christie either. He called him, well, in a roundabout way, he called him a fat pig. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, don't call him a fat pig. <laughs> don't say that about him. I saw people sharing that too and being like, oh, he's got the fastball back. But I'm sorry. I felt that was a little hypocritical. Trump was not looking good in that, in that <laughs> speech. He was looking like a big... He's looking like one of those like uh, Mar-a-Lago hams that's been sitting under the the heat lamp too long. It's all fucked up. One looking. of the last he's talking hams. To Chris Christie's weight. I was like, sir, I don't know. Come on. Yeah, no, <laughs> of course. Oh yeah, but I mean, what's new? I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, Trump caught being hypocritical. Yeah, Trump yeah exactly. Looks, we got looks at himself time. in the mirror. He looks at himself in the mirror and sees like a lithe, like thirty-five-year-old. You know, what's yeah. the opposite of body dysmorphia? Yeah, what is seeing Chris Pine when you're Donald Trump <laughs> yeah. in the mirror? It's it's it, it's the um it's the uh it's the spot it's the first Spider-Man uh Tobey Maguire factor. You know, you you get you get bit by the spider. You look in the mirror. All of a sudden, you got a, an eight pack and. You're ready to go. You yeah. can climb on the walls. But it is it is like such a dead end right now because either you kind of worship Trump and acquiesce to him and then immediately make yourself not really like the leader in, in that kind of confrontation or you confront him and suffer uh, because I think that the base is still like very much aligned behind Trump. I mean, he is the for like the front runner by far, you know, even with Vivek's entry and the uh, the sagging, let's say, of uh, DeSantis. Yeah, with every indictment, his polling gets so much worse. It's great. And uh, he's like, I didn't watch the whole debate. I actually watched Jaws rather than watch the Republican debate last night, which I don't regret whatsoever. But I did see some of the highlights and that weird moment where DeSantis like tr- tries to do some kind of like a human smile and just looks like this weird creep. Mm. Like that's been one very satisfying thing to see him just completely fall flat over the last couple of weeks and talking about, you know, Vivek and the way that like, it seems like all these kind of tech bros who were circling around DeSantis originally, how are all kind of like jumping ship, including Elon Musk jumping ship now and supporting uh, a Vivek's campaign because DeSantis is such an obvious fucking loser. That's been kind of satisfying to see. Yeah. So they opened the debate last night the very first question even before the question they played a clip of the music video of yes. rich men north of richmond by oliver anthony oh, and the very first question in the debate, about this yeah well apparently i mean we uh. we talked about it a, a bit on our last episode kind of justifying why we did an episode about it but i mean this is this is how far it's reached it's it's like rob pointed out in our last episode it's the top song on the hot 100 they opened the debate by asking desantis and then went around the field why it is so popular I mean, you guys look way too closely, I think, for, for your health, uh, at the right and people online on the right. What is it about this song that makes them think that this is an issue that the right at the top cares about? Because that was the framing. It's why is the song resonating with, resonating with people? There's some lip service paid to class issues, but as we all know, it's all it's all hollow. I think it's people who care about the primary, people who watch TV, people who are on Twitter. I mean, that is still, I think, a minority of the Republican Party. I think if you ask the majority of voters, they're like, what? Who, who, what? I mean, I think that they, for better or worse, they're, uh, they've, they're betting on the culture war, right? And um, from the people I've spoken to on the right who are just either like kind of politically passive or care, but like don't follow it even as close as like, you know, even like the 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 most uh, turned turned off like Twitter person, 
they don't like that for them politics is that it's like what you think about uh trans rights or whatever or like lgbt like that that is politics for them at this point so i think they've successfully melted the brain of a lot of people but then when it comes to actually voting and you know taking some time out of your day or getting your boss to like give you the day off or whatever like the actual kind of mechanics of voting people will probably just vote for whoever they think is going to be giving them like better taxes or like the it, i think it's still the rich i don't think that the song i don't think that you know i think the culture war has made a dent but it's still it's still a, a minority i think of people who are actually going to vote i think that the song is popular because of the uh quote unquote raw production value i think most you know sort of right wing or you know country country music they're kind of shot like um the vampire diaries you know it's just like they're very flatly shot there's a lot of kind of you know fade ins fade outs uh, a slow motion waving flag or a kid rock video where there's like i don't know motocross uh you know happening in the background or guns and explosions being fired off or you know to or, or the QAnon uh rapper video you know where he's standing in front of a big you know a big lifted pickup truck and it's you know fancy editing and all this stuff but this guy is just standing in his backyard with the trees behind him and an acoustic guitar and one microphone in front of him and he's singing about the things that you know that that the right wing base like really believes but and wants beard, to hear that beard has to be a die job right and, are we in agreement and at least? i just like, think it's it's the visual I, I i think the popularity um you know the song is like whatever you know it's 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 you know it's it's, the, what, it's I can't, whatever. I can't it's believe like, the welfare queen stuff. Like that is yeah. so outdated and weird. Yeah, it, it's the the content of the song is just like in, insane. But I think it's purely the visual. I think that that this young man represents the the kind of like the pinnacle of like what these people see themselves as it's like look one of us stood out in his backyard he sang his heart out and now look and 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 now he's got it's it's the success story it's it's this overnight success it's now he's in front of crowds of thousands of people and he's reading bible passages before i mean holy shit this is amazing this guy before he even started singing he brought out his bible he's a true believer he is one of us and look at how god has rewarded him there is a meta to to his success that I think builds into his popularity. And there are like I think one of the reasons he's popular is simply that there are not that many good conservative artists that mm -hmm. are actually expressing whatever passes for conservative politics these right. days in a way that sounds decent, okay production value. And so it's like just liberals are enjoying the entire field of music and art mm -hmm. you know they they aren't like uh rallying behind uh randy rainbow's like anti-trump song like <laughs> well, they speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> but what i mean is like yeah of course they're going to push it to the top all it takes is it, it takes like a lot it, like 10 percent of the population to really be obsessed with this thing and uh, for them it's like a third of their entire base being obsessed with one song it's going to push it to the top i don't think it means much about like the sh the culture and and what that you know like or anything deeper about like conservative dominion over cultural products but they desperately want it to be about the culture it's, it's why sound of freedom i think was was yeah, so popular is because they're the so used to having like shit you know and you go to a movie theater you watch something like even you know 
even as a kid, I knew Ninja Turtles 3 sucked, okay? <laughs> you know, it's and I really wanted to like this third Ninja Turtles movie. And you go to the theater and you go, uh, this isn't great, but it's like Sound of Freedom, oh my God, like it actually looked like a movie. It had a couple big stars in it. It had a beginning, middle, and end. It was competently edited, more or less. And, and I think it's the same with this. It, it, look, it looks good. It, it sounds pretty good. It's kind of the best that they've got right now. So they want to hoist that to the front to see, see, we, we are artistic too. We, we have art as well. Our our beliefs yeah. our beliefs are are inspiring great art as well. You fucking li- like you know. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it kind of yeah. is is spite and yeah. It's, and it's also just like they're so convinced that the entire culture is conspiring against them that like it's pushing their agenda on them. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, ah, oh, finally, like a folk hero to stand against like the deluge of yeah. Hollywood sickos. Well, and there's the song is very literal. There's no like if you look at a lot of uh, let's say uh, you know left leaning music, it's there's there's metaphors. There are you, you know they they're they may be talking about something, but it's kind of disguised, and you have to sort of read into it. Whereas this, he's just saying the stuff. You know, he's just saying the stuff that they believe. No metaphors. It's right there. It's these it's these rich men in Virginia, you know, who are controlling the world. Uh, you, you, you know, it's like I, I, you know I get why I get why it's popular. Will it have staying power will this young man go on to be a a huge conservative megastar will he play at trump rallies probably yeah i I thought he was a biden bro that he's being canceled now by all these like right-wing guys because he came (laughs) out and said like oh yeah by the way i don't explicitly hate black people and he said like you know diversity is our strength like he literally said those words and now all these people all these like new right-wing fans that he was attracting are all like oh he's like cia he's like a cia agent whatever. of course they're all canceling the only conclusion of course of course if something we liked uh then t- said something that we don't like it's gotta be. It's gotta be some sort of orchestrated scheme it must yep. have been placed there it must have been created <laughs> i, w- I want to get your guys' take on the clip, which I hope you saw, of Trump's Tucker interview last night talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. No, I haven't. I no. have not seen what's, it. What's what's this? Yeah, can we can we pull it up on X.com, the Everything app? The Everything app. Do you think Epstein killed himself sincerely? I don't know. I, I will say that you know he was a fixture in Palm Beach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Barr said about it either. I have no idea what he said. What did he say? He killed himself, probably? He said he killed himself and that they were going to do this investigation. They never did the investigation. It's never been public. And they hid it. And, like, why are they doing that? And clearly Barr knew. But why would Bill Barr be covering up the death of Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, Bill Barr didn't do an investigation on the election fraud either, okay? He said he did, and he pretended he did, but he didn't... uh, but he didn't do the job there. Uh, I don't know what he did with Epstein, but possibly he did Do didn't you think do it's that. possible that Epstein was killed? Oh, sure, it's possible. I, I mean, I don't really believe. I think he probably uh, Trump seems more confused suicide. than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Life with, you know, beautiful homes and beautiful everything. And he, uh, all of a sudden, he's incarcerated and not doing very well. I would say that he did. But oh, well. There are those <laughs> yeah. people. There are many people. I think you're one of them, right? But a lot of people think that he... Uh, he was killed. He knew a lot on a lot of people. He was killed. You I think. think so? I think the more the closer you look, I'm not a conspiracy person at all. Why? I believe everything I hear. Uh, but yeah, the the closer you look into it, I mean, the Attorney General of the United States, your Attorney General, yeah. clearly lied about the Epstein death. Yeah, and he was. Why? He was uh, certainly it wasn't well done. They had no cameras. They had no, had no cameras. Anything. Everybody was sleeping, and you know, there the a case could be made. Look. <laughs> 
I'm not going to get involved in it, but I can tell you a case could be made either way, but uh, it certainly wasn't the most well-run place. Wow. I I would have simply stuck him in a prison that was better run, that had cameras that were functional. If I was, if it was up to me personally, you know, you know, here's the thing. If I was the, you know, the chief executive of the United States and there was a federal uh, uh, agency called the Bureau of Prisons responsible for the care of Jeffrey Epstein, I might have like, you know, taken that more, a little more seriously. It was like, he's, he's talking, he's talking about like anyone else. Like, oh, this, this, oh, this, I, I guess they didn't do a good job. That was you. That was part Partly, kind of your job, yeah. you know. People, people. <laughs> well, he's hedging because he was part of the same of social set. This motherfucker's in the same set. Yeah. Of course, he's like, oh yeah, no, that's it could be one yeah, way, it could be could, another. Yeah, I don't know. I it's don't... like this is the first thing he thinks. Oh, Epstein. The first thing I think of Epstein is a fixture in Palm Beach. But this is the first thing yep. he, he calls. <laughs> well, I know he, he was Epstein. big in Palm that's Beach. That's beautiful, <laughs> right there. <laughs> I know he was very popular, and he liked um, he liked uh, going out with lots of. Young girls in Palm Beach. Let me tell you something about Jeffrey Epstein. Terrible hair plugs. I don't know where he got them. Looks like a job done in Turkey <laughs> in one of those kinds of places. Weird guy, weird guy. <laughs> really weird. Re- re- <laughs> you got to wonder, really though, like, what the QAnon folks are saying about that, considering that's been the whole linchpin oh. of like everything that these people believe in. No, you know? And no, then when no. he comes out and like he won't even like of course. give them the sort of red meat that they're looking for, like what? how do they keep holding on to that? They always say that they know he, he has to say these things. He has to pretend like he doesn't know oh, about the conspiracy because yeah, okay. it's part of the plan. The public isn't ready. The public is never ready to hear the full truth. So, of course, uh, of course, he's sort of dancing around the truth. And this is what I mean, this is the whole point of QAnon in the first place is the idea that these horrifying truths that uh, that are that are that are happening have to be revealed through these posts on fucking 4chan because Trump himself can't say them. Yeah, they're going to be what they're going to be doing is trying to find um, an- anagrams for a fixture in Palm Beach to see how that is, you know, speaking code to give a hint at where the real investigation going on behind the scenes. I mean, what what it sounds like to me is that is that Tucker, because isn't there some can I don't know for sure, but isn't there some Travis, you might know. There's some connection between Bill Barr and Epstein, oh, like with uh, Don Bill Don Barr's Don father Don was His father hired jo- him at the school. Yeah, yeah. yeah or something, li- something like that. So it sounds like now that everybody has sort of turned, uh, all of the right-wing folks have, have turned on Bill Barr. To me, it sounds like Tucker's kind of coming from that angle, you know, that he's like, well, yeah, Bill, Bill Barr looks like he covered it up. And, you know, we, you know, we know that, uh, you know, we know that Bill Barr, it, it is the blending of, of like liberal and right-wing because, you know, when when Bill Barr, you know when when Bill Barr was uh, and the whole Epstein shit was going down, people were pointing this out, this connection out that that Bill Barr's father had given him a job or whatever, and so he must have been wrapped up, and that's that's why he covered it up and yada yada yada. So it seems like it seems like maybe Tucker is is angling for that. He knows that Trump is not happy with Bill Barr. Maybe he'll get him to say something about him being connected to Epstein. But like Julian said, it's like this is his crew like you know th- this is his set so he's got to be very careful about what he you know what he says on, I think like on TV Tucker was just never invited to the parties of that set <laughs> he's like he's like they they half fear that he like is like just a kind of loser and half fear that he's like secretly Joffrey from yeah. Game of Thrones <laughs> like can only get off by like extreme torture he's a narc <laughs> So they're just like, nah, don't don't invite that guy. And now he's like, well, it seems weird that your friend who didn't invite me to his party, yeah. uh, you know, oversaw this. Uh... Yeah, I mean, Trump is almost like Jeffrey Epstein. Who's that? <laughs> who is he? 
Yeah. Like, you know, it's a very, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the same when anybody, you know, asks, asks about QAnon, you know, he, he's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. I've heard they're, they're big fans of me. Which <laughs> is it so bad? You know, it's like, yeah. uh, he just couldn't care less about anything that doesn't directly involve him and his like witch hunt thing or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, can we get back to me, please? Yeah. Can we get back to the witch hunt, please? <laughs> he is looking pretty bad. Seriously. Like he's, he's very low very energy. Bad, like yeah. he really is starting to look like an old man now for as much mm-hmm. as like he managed to get through the four years of being president without like having that like a hyper aging process that a lot of presidents go through. It seems like the last couple of months are actually like taking a toll on the, on the big man seems like yeah he's like i was supposed to be paying millions and millions of dollars for speeches at universities by now and i've got to deal with all of this legal bullshit like uh, i mean this I was is supposed the to be enjoying the fruits of my labor whole... oh sorry jake uh, if you... i didn't mean to interrupt your your impression there but i just <laughs> no mean, no like, it was it this... was petering out <laughs> this is the funniest thing about this entire case which is what we've talked about which is none of it is necessary none of these indictments had to happen the whole thing, like, go. you can go over each of the things. The Stormy Daniels thing. He didn't have to get his mobbed up lawyers to illegally use campaign funds to bribe Stormy, Dan- Stormy Daniels. He could have said during the campaign, I had an affair with this porn star. It was magnificent. No one would have cared. All that information <laughs> came out. No one gave a shit. It didn't matter. He didn't have to. The secret documents thing. Um, he didn't have, they, they were just like, hey, sir, can we please have those documents back? We know you have them. And he was like, no, I want to keep them in Mar-a-Lago so I can share them with Kid Rock and talk about, and like, or whatever, like, jet ski boat, like, jet ski dealership owner that's hanging out there, a sweaty boat dealer that he wants to impress. He literally had multiple opportunities to give that stuff back, and he could have done that at any time. Yeah, it's or really the, funny. That, it's really funny the way you put that, that, like, in an effort to look more professional, he ended up committing more crimes. <laughs> yeah, or the January 6th thing, which, like, he could have just, as I talked about a couple weeks ago, he could have just, like, maybe accepted the elected uh, election results with a small amount of dignity intact with whatever caveats about stolen elections or fraud that he wanted to throw in there. Um, and then he would be in great shape to just like, he would still be on Twitter. He would have been on there every, or sorry, X.com, the everything app. He would still be on there every day. Um, you know, uh, holding Biden's feet to the fire and campaigning. He'd be in great shape now to run again without any of this legal shit hanging over his head. Mm -hmm. None of it was necessary. Every single one of these indictments was completely self-inflicted for no benefit whatsoever and was entirely just because of his like massive ego and narcissism and hubris that he just that he literally just forced these people who don't want to hold people like Donald Trump accountable for any kind of crimes forced them to their hand and forced them to do these things when none of it was necessary at all I find that kind of amusing and ironic about the whole thing yeah he sounds in this clip he, he you know, he sort of sounds like a pilled, a pilled guy who has sort of like lost his luster over as, as you know, predictions and things didn't really go his way. He's just sort of like disconnecting and, and you know, he's grown bored with, you know, all of the topics that he was so passionate about, uh, you know, a couple years ago. What has Jordan just received? He seems. Oh, Trump, OK, so Trump got booked. I think they're going to delay the mugshot until 4 p.m. tomorrow. No. But I, I know. They're edging. Everyone's getting edged. Uh. But we have something even better right now. In his booking info, it lists his height at 6'3 and his weight at 215. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Come on. There is no fucking yeah, way. That, that means, that means they let him the fill Trump, it out. They that let means him the fill Trump it out. Like, weighs like 
15 pounds more than me. Uh, well, and he's I, mostly styrofoam. And I am a person who uh, standing at a whopping 5'8 uh, and 3 quarters stature, okay? So, yeah, uh, yeah there's really no, no way. way that This that's... is what the QAnon people should be looking into. This is the real fucking... Yeah, this is the real bait because they're like, no, I know that I know that, I know know that that he weighs more. What's the significance of 215? Okay, 215, letter 2 is B. Uh, 15 is, I don't know, I don't think like they do, so I can't come up with a funny joke. But February they'll find 15th, a way. the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. They'll, they yeah, sent it, him Trump Jr. in a mask. Be, it'll be baked. The baking, though, has just gotten... It's it's gotten harder and sadder because it's it's just becoming less and less likely that the storm as it was sort of advertised is is going to take place. Remember, you know, QAnon basically started with, uh, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton's arrest is imminent. And now you've got Hillary Clinton on the Maddow show at the exact moment that the Trump indictments are, are you know, announced uh, so that she she can laugh at him and, and you know, her, can have schadenfreude on national TV. This is a far, far cry uh, from she's wearing an ankle monitor because, uh, you know, her her indictment is is imminent have you considered that trump is all bun no patty (laughs) he's a fluffy boy he's one of those like keto buns that like even (laughs) when you even when you buy them new they look kind of like sad and spongy and and maybe moldy but then you inspect them and there's no mold they're still edible but they don't look very good you've got a you've got a pair of keto buns (laughs) i wish i wish i did i will i will one day (laughs) yeah i just keep eating these buns I'm pretty disappointed about this photo thing. Come on, they got to give us the goods here. You got the whole world is waiting it's for this, the release of this image. Yeah. yeah. Listen, the wait is going to be better than the thing. Yeah, the wait is going to be better than the thing. The, Have it, another day on us. Exactly. It's another day. It's another day of fantasizing and tweeting and what's yeah. what's Trump going to do? I mean, that's the thing that that bums me out. I think the most about this whole thing is like, you know, thirty years into the future when I'm, you know almost dead uh you know i'm gonna look up on a you know on a television screen while waiting in a car mechanic shop and it's gonna be like trump did this in prison or trump is is said this about being in prison and it's just like i'm just so sick of hearing about this guy i i really thought that after biden won in 2020 that that the new you know the news kind of um you know they 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 sort of pretended like they were going to do this awesome thing where they just never talked about him ever again and that was going to make him so upset and so mad and he really was hamstrung like he couldn't post on Twitter if he had to get a message out you know it had to be on this like dumb letterhead that you know wouldn't go anywhere unless the news decided to, to publish it and it's just like they they can't quit him and and I, I, I don't know it's just like god damn I'm so fucking sick of hearing about this guy and yeah. shit and all the bad things that he's done and we're just going to keep hearing about it for the next well that, that, that kind of makes years. sense then if if america is like a drug addict and trump is the drug we're taking then mm-hmm. we're lying about how much we took we only took 215 pounds of it okay <laughs> yeah. all right we are not taking 300 pounds of uh, this awful narcotic yeah because what it really does at the end of the day is it's 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 a gimme for looking like the good guys, right? As long as you are speaking out against Trump, as long as you stand in in, in opposition to him, uh, you 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 are on the good side, which is true. You, you know, which is true. It's like that's not that's not 
a, a, a false a false thing. But what incentive does it give to actually start to you know focus more intensely on some of the bigger issues that are that are facing the country? It's like you don't because people are satisfied by what they're getting already, which is watching which is watching Trump get his comeuppance, and that's that's policy. That's policy now is 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 watching is watching the bad guys uh, face consequences for their actions, uh, which is not bad in and of itself, but it's like, oh man, it's just like, there's no, there's no need for anything else. Well, not only are you going to still be hearing about Trump 30 years from now, but Barron is going to be the immortal Joe of the American uh, hellscape <laughs> yeah. in the, the yeah. dried okay. out, uh, you know, uh, apocalyptic Who, where uh, do we hell, think Barron dystopia is- that people are living in. Where do we think he's going to establish his kingship? Is he going to be in Gastown? Is he going to be in Bullet Town? Or uh, is he? Or is he going to be uh, uh, in the water? I don't know what what is Immortan's Joe, where they have the the natural water spring. I think that his yeah. breeders are all going to be like Cortana. <laughs> <laughs> he's really uh, tall. I mean, he really is. Like you can't, you can't say enough how extremely tall that guy is now mm-hmm. you gotta for, if anything you gotta give him that you know he's too sad though he's too sad and distraught to like get the trump juice i don't think oh, he's gonna yeah he's so burned out this this boy just wants to play like xbox and shit like he just yeah. he's probably sick of it can you imagine like as annoying it is for us to open our phones every day and see stuff about trump how uh, uh, like annoying it is for him whether whether it's people talking shit or it's people praising he's just like oh man it's just like this is all i ever am is yeah. like this motherfucker's kid also think about your half siblings they suck oh your my whole family God. sucks so bad <laughs> yeah this guy yeah. he just wants he just wants a ps5 you know <laughs> he, just, he just wants to get he just wants to get kill streaks he just wants to like yeah. i don't know be tall and like from a rich family and like enjoy that you know enjoy that and now maybe the money goes i who knows who knows who knows maybe the money goes it was, look it was it's not baron's fault of who he was born to it is it's you know it is none of our we mm, we don't I get think, to i ch- think it is we, 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 yeah. we don't get to choose we don't get to choose who our parents are um, and you know, for some of us, that is, uh, a, a, a bless. it's become a blessing and for others it's, it's but not so much. But if you so believe much. in reincarnation, he's probably Hitler. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like he has the worst previous karma to then be handed this shit. <laughs> yeah. He did some awful no. stuff in his past lives. I don't like making fun of kids. That's he's not a kid anymore. Isn't he like 20 or something? I don't know. He's still a kid. He's 88. <laughs> he, probably <laughs> mentally. I think he's tall uh, enough that he's legally not a not a youth anymore. You're allowed mm, to make yeah. fun of him once he gets to a certain. The two youths, he's like six ten. Ta- tall enough for guy. me to draw a bead and headshot, headshot yeah. in the game, right? In the game, yeah, in the game. Good, yeah, because it's live, so you can't like yep. beep it out like we do on our show. Well, I, I'm in the game. You know what's funny on our podcast? Um, Travis and I, or Liv, or Brad, or Annie, we never have to get beeped. Julian, though, yeah. he has to be beeped quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, we have to make special notes to decrease our legal liability <laughs> uh, to, 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 yeah. to censor some of Julian's content. Let's see. What were my, yeah, my recent notes. In <laughs> yeah, the, let's, yeah, yeah, read the recent QA notes to the editor. editing and publishing. Uh, one of them was beep my death threats, mm. just the specific words, kill or dead, etc. 
etc. etc. It's not just those two words. It's anything else that falls in that line. Yeah. Leave the rest. Leave the rest. <laughs> you can leave in the death threats towards Jake. That's okay. He's not mm-hmm. gonna. He's not gonna be upset. Yeah. But, but other people who might be, you could take those out. Mm-hmm. Well, yours. The, the one the things they beep that I say about you are all about like yoga poses I want us to do together. You know what I mean? When you don't need to, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's love and friendship. All right. You don't have to beat that stuff. I think that's totally kosher. Uh, I think we're good on time, Rob. I think so. I think we we spent a good 20 minutes cleaning up Dr. Pepper. Well, not we, but yeah. Oh, I just insurged. Oh, I finished. (laughs) Yeah. As, yeah. As, as this studio gets hotter and hotter and hotter with three, with three uh, grown bodies in it, Jordan's like, yeah, I think we're okay on time. Jordan is wearing a fucking hoodie. What the fuck? Jordan was wearing, uh, not, maybe not this hoodie, but he was wearing a black hooded sweatshirt uh, a couple days ago when we were moving his furniture. Yeah. Yeah. I think it doesn't matter about weather. It doesn't matter about food on him. (laughs) I think that's a, I think that's like an East Coast thing that that you're just like, nah, I'm do I'm, I'm, I'm in a hoodie. I live in this hoodie. This is what I'm doing. I'm not putting on. I'm not putting good. on these weak t-shirts the from these here. California. The weather is good. I'll pull up the sleeves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm actually now that I'm a now that I'm a 40 year old dad. I, I actually like the hoodie and tiny shorts combo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the that's gym what he's rocking. Look, that's that's what yeah. I go with. Exactly what I'm going with. Yeah, anything anything for the lower part of my body is getting increasingly more stretchy. And and the market <laughs> yeah. is really is really angling to people like me. You can yeah. buy suits that are made of spandex now. My shorts, they what? all have elastic bands, even if they've got Everything buttons and stretches. belt loops. Suit made of spandex. Yeah, yeah. Every, look, you know, we're not talking about getting dressed suit. up in a superhero. Yeah, outfit. sometimes <laughs> I need to expand, you know, and I need my clothing to accommodate my expansions. <laughs> I need, I, I, you know, I need my clothing yeah. to be able to run my body's DLC. Yeah, your 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 gut is a DLC. <laughs> That's good. It's an expansion pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's not humid here, and yeah. I've been, I, I've lived the last ten years in just this yeah. god awful the swamp swamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to come swamp. here and it's just yeah, sure it's eighties nineties, but. It's, it's like it's so dry. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. It's a little warm in here just because we don't have like airflow and we're yeah. just sitting in here. But yeah, we're just in like a. When we go yeah. outside to cruise for those jewel pods, it's gonna be brisk. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> gonna be nice and brisk, perfect for a walk. I'm bringing Jordan down the street for my boy who has still has the menthols in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> we'll disclose what yeah, tobacco don't shop. Don't say that on air. Yeah. I can't say. It. No, I'm not gonna say which tobacco shop or anything like Get that. The contraband, the California contraband. Mm-hmm. No, you, it's so stupid. You can buy them online. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a California license yet. Uh, and when I realized that, I, I immediately went to go book an appointment to get my license. <laughs> yes. Oh, here, I I will I will talk to you about DMV stuff after this. The 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 chat does not need to know about the ins and outs of the CA DMV. <laughs> Some of you probably know how bad it is. Uh, but I know a good DMV. I know where. Look, I got a good DMV. Okay, they've been, they've been good to me. Other than like, I failed my. Uh, my driving, like the actual test, twice. And well, then I'm not surprised. Hey, listen, I'd barely driven before. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're European. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I just like jumped right oh, in. I was like, yeah, mugshot dropped. No, I think that's what? a fake. I've seen a fake go around a lot. See, okay, are you sure see, they don't even need the real? The you don't even need the real. They, you they got will the Photoshop. Photoshop yeah, the they've fake. got the photo. They've got the Photoshop already. Yeah, and I don't what's going to happen is, is, is they're right. He's doing a glowering face, and I don't. I yeah. don't know. 
there will be some um, there will be some kind of sneaky photoshops where they like expand the side of his face by like a couple you know a couple inches yeah maybe make him look a little bit redder a little bit sweatier that's the fake I've been searching Trump mugshot like the last 30 minutes and some like random tiny account posted it first I'm seeing a lot of people sharing this image I think they they are real because everyone is QAnon now but yeah. everyone doesn't double check. Yeah, this is, I think this is fake. Julian, the, nobody wants to talk about that. This one, the, the county oh, said they're going to release it at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, th- th- I see. I see the one going around. It does not have the same kind of lighting as the all the other photographs. So right. It's, it's, no, it's, no, no. He's clearly like he's clearly shopped in. He doesn't have the light bouncing off of his suit in the same way. He doesn't have the glistening forehead like the like the other guys did. There's literally a different JPEG compression happening on the logo of the sheriff uh, office than his face. So yeah, we got yeah. our our best forensics team over here. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, this was like me and Julian uh, looking at uh, the picture. Yeah, in of, fact, this is the original. It's a it's the original photo exists and see. looks. Actually That's what correct. you get here on the QA uh, doing uh, the with the QAA crew live live debunking. So you're so if you were unsatisfied with Bob, this mugshot, Bobby Russo, Bobby <laughs> Russo is a liar. <laughs> If you were unsatisfied with this mugshot that's going around, don't worry. You will get another chance tomorrow at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's hopefully the mugshot gives you everything that you want, um, and I wish you all well. This was just the pre-com. Yeah, this is just. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Yeah, this is just a little. This is just a little bit of dry humping. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You're gonna get edged a little bit more, yeah, and yeah. then you can bust, and, yeah, it, yeah. and it'll weigh 300 pounds tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, at 4 p.m. tomorrow, you'll be able to take all of your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> Politics will happen again. Your pants, are gonna, your pants are gonna get a terrible deal. They're gonna end up on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing this, by the way, when we we were on tour last at the end of last year. And I decided for some odd reason, I think I had been watching so much uh, James Austin Johnson that I was like, I want to copy him. I want to be able to do a funny Trump impression as well. And so while we were driving in this like got this like horribly huge van, um, I was I was just practicing the, the Trump impression. And I think it drove Travis and Julian crazy. I still Maybe I not. feel like I've had six years to figure this out. And I still have a not a good one. I'm still working on it. I don't know. It's. I've blown it's, a lot of time, I think, and that I could have been spent perfecting this, and I'm still struggling with it. The The move is to not actually watch him, but is to watch other people do impressions of him. Because I, th- I think what really unlocks him is is understanding his breathing pattern. He has a very irregular sort of when he takes a breath during his sentences and the way he pauses. And it's also the formation of your bottom jaw and lip. If you can sort of twist your your jaw into, you know, sort of, you know, uh, how his face is sort of twisted. Because everybody can do the Trump when he's, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, getting excited. But the real the the real master, which I, I believe is is uh, the the comedian from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, you can get his soft spokenness. And, and that's where that's where the 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 uh, the impersonation really lies is locking into that sort of soft spoken side of him when he's you know not not quite enraged he's not raving about the room he's in being 104 degrees. Uh, <laughs> you know. Marjorie Taylor Greene has posted a photoshopped mugshot of herself in solidarity. Oh you know. boy, she really. That's she, a funny phenomenon. How that keeps yeah, going on. What the fuck? She really wanted Hashtag to be part of that MAGA crew. mugshot. 
Wow. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm a criminal. Isn't the, yeah, that's for so justice. funny. They're like, yeah, we're all going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, like that's how we stand oh in solidarity God. with our party. Is it's we're all like criminals. The actually, the entire Trump base lining out, lining up outside of jail to be put in jail. <laughs> like, please, <Yeah. laughs> I want to be like my beautiful. They're gonna have the, moment. Yeah. They're gonna add like a an, an, an Instagram or a TikTok filter that puts you in yes, that Georgia sheriff's yeah, oh, that Fulton jail. That's that's oh, definitely coming. That's coming. definitely coming. For sure, and so am I. What? <laughs> <laughs> what else are we? What else are we gonna get? Are we gonna get some toys? Maybe we're gonna get out of this some room. Action it's too figures. hot. Why right. are you making us? Keep All right, going? we'll get out of this room. What a pleasure! <laughs> what a pleasure uh, yeah, sitting down you. and talking with you, fellas. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Hey, our pleasure. I'm our pleasure. Yeah, in your pleasure. Space. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're joining you. Thanks for yeah. joining us, Jordan. I'm yeah. happy to join you. On our new podcast, us. the uh, bootleg uh, <laughs> free <laughs> version of the insurgent. But I'm starting up right now. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, Rob. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to The Insurgents. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can find us on iTunes or Spotify or at Substack, theinsurgents.substack.com. You'll get the latest episodes delivered straight to your inbox as well as our newsletter. On Twitter, we are at InsurgentsPod. Tweet at us, harass Ken in our replies, and then send us your hate mail to theinsurgentspod at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening. <laughs>